the idea that there is there is another intelligent species on this planet that's native to this planet that's not human that lives in a completely you know like basically they live on the earth talking they, about you're talking, talking about, about like men in black people, like the people that live inside of the earth or something like that like the hollow earth theory well there's the hollow earth theory but there's <laughs> <laughs> There's that hollow earth kind of nonsense, but no. So are are you are you familiar with the whole thing with the the, wait, ho the hobbits? The hollow the hobbits. The hollow the earth theory is 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 craziness, but crypto terrestrials is not. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I'm your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined as always by Trace Finnecaro. And um C Christina Aspulera. Okay, well uh, I'll, I'll I'll give you that one. You 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 pass. F <laughs> F plus. You just barely passed, but hit, F plus. No, no, no. Hit F in chat to send to, to, to hit, hit F to send respect. <laughs> yes. So we also, for the first time in uh, Friendship Snake podcast history, which is over three years now, we have a guest, uh, a minor, actually, uh, not legal to drink or buy cigarettes. Um, well, and 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 also forced to dig uh, holes deep in the bowels of the earth until he hits the uh, until he, until he finds the Balrog or the Nether. That really is the a same one thing. Carmine. Finnecaro, Carmine, do you have any nicknames? Like, do your friends, do you guys give each other nicknames, or is that just like an old school thing? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's not an old school thing, but I don't really have a nickname, no. No. I mean, I have a Carmine. friend that I call Chicken Toaster, but there's nothing besides that. Carmine, the one. Crusher, Carmine, the Crusher, Finnecaro. Interesting. I like that. If Wade is the Crusher Destroyer. And that does that make him like my surrogate child? Yeah, like the, the like my her, my herald. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> un, un, uh, until 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 you like manufacture a replacement in the lab or the old fashioned way, someone someone must you know like be in the wings to take that title here in, here in, here in Title Town USA. Car Carmine, Carmine, the mantle will be passed on. You are waiting in the wings. I'm proud to have you as a, uh, as a as an heir to my nickname. It's pretty cool, actually. Well, I'm proud for you to be proud, I guess. <laughs> sure, <laughs> why not? <laughs> All right, so let's get this party started. Let's get this party started quickly. Um, Steam Deck. Uh, some news broke. Um, Last end of last middle end of last week, um, Steam or Valve, if you will, is sauntering into the uh console <laughs> space with their own essentially, uh, it's a handheld um gaming console, uh, very, very similar looking to the Switch, um, but has some capabilities where and and specs from what I from what it sounds like that you could kind of plug a keyboard and mouse into it and a monitor. And you could use it as a gaming PC. PC yeah, PC, that's good. Great job, Wade. PC. A gaming PC. Um, 
you know, you, you don't need a you don't need a tower anymore, or a laptop, or anything like that. Uh, the only issue that I have heard people talking about is the storage, um, which wow. would be a major bottleneck if you had to uh, hook up like external storage. But that being said, let, let's get our thoughts. Let's go around and get some thoughts. Um, and I just uh, th- somebody did do a teardown on it. Um, I think it was today, and they found out that you can actually replace the entire hard drive in it. Although, oh. <laughs> I, I, I can't it's, imagine that's an easy operation because that that I same drive it. is what you'd have everything on. <laughs> so it sounds well, like it could be a bit of a nightmare. I, I we've seen I fix it right. We know how this goes. Well, it, so it's so. Yeah, without actually having hands-on with all the production, because really, really, it's two different machines, right? You have the you have the NVMe storage one, which is the two hundred and fifty-six and five hundred twelve gigabyte one that uses um, a thirty-two millimeter NVMe drive. So mm. it's like the same one that's in the Surface Pro, and you can get like terabyte drives. It's just they couldn't. They couldn't get a terabyte in it and like get even under that six ninety nine, sure, threshold. Um, but then they have the EMCC one, which is that's the same kind of storage system that the Switch uses. So it's really just like an embedded version of an SD card or a micro SD card. But I don't know. I mean, like I. <sighs> I don't see the storage thing as being as big of a deal as they're making it out to be because but that's it, like three games. Like well, yeah, well it's 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 how it's how, okay, and this gets into the you know, there's the whole you do micro SD, um if, if the transfer rate on the device itself is relatively fast, it, it, you know, it, 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 I mean, the lazy option is always you want to be able to just throw everything on there and never worry about it, right? Well, that's kind of the point of a console. Well, yeah, but even the consoles, <laughs> but no, but I mean, like even even the Xbox and the PS4 for the longest time, you can't fit all of your games on those right. consoles. I have I have a solid I have an external solid state drive um, yeah. to play certain games, and obviously for expanded storage. Right, but the the term there that is important is the word external, right? Because yeah. this is a portable. <laughs> but well, you right. know, before we even before we even brought this topic up, Carmine already had some opinions on it. Go hard, go hard, little man. Go hard, young crusher. Go to the paint. <laughs> I think Wesley Crusher. Um, and don't be apologetic. Never apologize for your opinion. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> I. I own the Nintendo Switch, and being a Switch, like, owner, I think the whole Steam Deck looks extremely uncomfortable for your hands. Like, to have to reach up to, like, the corner of the entire, like, controller to be able to hit, like, the the Y and B button seems very odd. Very odd That's a good point. And, And the controllers aren't replaceable on this thing, right? So know. that means that, that that's a permanent problem. Um, so what Carmine's describing is, you know, when you have the, the switch, they actually positioned the D-pad um, and, the, uh, and the, the four buttons. Um, they positioned them um, 
kind of center to where your thumbs would be naturally. But yeah, looking at the Steam Deck, they put those four buttons like like your thumb is going to be crunched into the corner of your hand the whole time that you're playing. I guess That's I didn't a pretty really notice big problem. that. So <laughs> the, the 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 flip side of that being though, um, and this is where. I wonder if this is one of those things where it's it's not going to be because really you get into the argument whether whether you prefer the PS4 or PS3 style controller versus the Xbox One. It's Xbox obvious one unless you're some mongrel you prefer. Oh, what, did, what, what happened? Was, we lost. It was Gunner. We lost Gunner. Gunner. That's just there. He is. There goes back. That's Come just back. what happens on Tuesdays. He just leaves. Yep. Yeah, he's back though. Who prefers the PlayStation controller to the Xbox controller? Well, you're talking about the original <laughs> Xbox controller because no, that was not the Duke. Not I'll, the Duke. I'll Duco. <laughs> I, you could kill a man. You could fracture a man's skull with the, with the Duke. So respect to it. But press, honestly, press PlayStation users, they say they prefer their PlayStation controllers, but they don't. What's the difference? What's the difference? So it's it's positioning of the the biggest difference in my opinion is the positioning of the uh, sticks. So the Xbox controller, for whatever reason, you would think that you'd want them symmetrical and like kind of in line with each other, but for whatever reason, and it's I don't know why it works, but it oh, works. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, so the like Xbox offset. does. Right. Yeah, the Xbox does the same thing that Nintendo does on their Pro controllers yes. and on the Switch controllers, and that's that the the um. Uh, the two the two dual shocks are are offset, and then you have the buttons like n- naturally resting under your thumb. I think that's the correct arrangement. And you know, it's funny because I didn't even I never even looked at the button layout close enough. Nor have I picked up a Steam Deck because you know, like only five people have. But yeah, yeah. Uh, wait till I next year. I think that's actually a really good argument that they are trying to. Steam is making a very odd choice because it's not naturally up and down, which is where your thumb would move. It's in and out. And I feel like to prefer this layout, you have to prefer thumb cramps or you have to have like a dislocated thumb. Yeah, it's, it's definitely, I didn't really notice that. So, uh, Carmen, big ups for noticing that. Cause I didn't notice that at all. Of course, the other argument could be made that this controller is really designed for PC games, so they're going to be putting a focus on the touchpads instead of on the buttons. And for people that are used to gaming on cell phones, they actually have been playing without buttons for a while now, so they might actually like the idea of using the touchpad. But yesterday, Carmine made another point about <laughs> about it, and I don't know if he remembers it, but he he made a jab at, at another failed Steam product. Yeah, the crappy controller they had is my guess. Yeah, that's that's it. That's the ticket. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. Like I, I understand why they have these little touchpads. I guess. Um, no, actually, I don't. I'm not really sure. What like what? Are, no one's using the touchpads. You know what I mean? Well, like, I no think we, I think we're in an odd situation, right? Because Steam needs to sell this thing to PC gamers because it is a PC, and yes. PC gamers generally don't use controllers at all. So, how do they fix that? And I don't know the answer to it. And 
here's a question. <laughs> so if you really hated uh, your um, like the button layout or whatever, how it felt in your hands with the Steam Deck, could you just attach like an Xbox controller, like, like an Xbox Elite <laughs> controller? Well, <laughs> just use I that. mean, like Steam has that ability natively in it yeah. at this point too, but. Yeah, Steam's would, fantastic I, with controller support. I I would just like to to, to 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 throw this out there, which is that the Steam Deck, the way that its controller is set up, is like the Xbox Elite controller. So, are you talking you about have, the buttons behind? Yes. Yes. So, Perfect. even if you don't have, even if the A, B, X, and Y buttons are in like an absolute dog duty place you could remap really well yeah and you know again it's it's kind of the problem is is that it kind of has to do that mass you know jack of all trades master of none but um i'll I'll tell you from personal experience that the steam controller definitely had significant shortcomings but that that Valve spent a lot of time working on getting the touch, like the like the the, the thumb pad, the you know the synaptic pads, because that's yeah. basically what they use on their um, Valve Index VR controllers, mm-hmm. and it is a completely different experience as far as actually being able to do useful directional yeah, or gestural input. I talked to somebody who actually bought their failed Steam controller, and uh, their opinion was actually that it, like for mouse input, it was actually really good, and they liked yeah. it because it was better than like like you know like you can buy those mouse trackpad combos. You can like sit on your couch and you can kind of use the trackpad from your couch if you need to use your computer at a distance. Yeah, but it, they never really work right. Um, he said it like worked better than any of those trackpad keyboard combos um but it was on a controller so he really liked it and um i actually you know the whole idea of controlling your tv with a controller seemed really weird um i don't know maybe six years ago when i was at wade's house and he just uses his controller for everything but uh since i got my fire tv stick um we pair the xbox controller to it sometimes to play some of the games that are available on there and I'm perfectly fine with it. Like, I don't mind the controller at all as a replacement th- for the remote. I know if my like in-laws came over and they had to, uh, you know, navigate TV channels using it, they would be pissed off. But I think it's just as intuitive as using one of those dumbed-down, simplified Roku or Fire TV remotes. So, um, you know, from that perspective, I guess I kind of can see it. Um, but at the same token, the moment that you open up a game that's like a side scroller, right? So let's say you want to play Cuphead on this thing, you're going to use the D-pad and you're going to use those buttons, and your fingers are going to be cramped in like 20 minutes. True. It's definitely got an interesting layout. I've heard reviews. The problems. The problem with reviews these days is the same as any type of media, like it's bought and paid for essentially. Um, Mm-hmm. Like I don't know who credible to go to because anybody that's credible credible doesn't get allowed access to these things, right? Um, because they're going to mm-hmm. tell the truth, and like IGN gets first hands on and stuff because, I mean, they're they're they'll drop the drawers for anybody that's willing to pay them. So, 
So some things I'm impressed with, one of them is the fact that they didn't choose to use a mobile processor that the rest of the world is using. They're not using a cell phone processor for this, like the Nintendo Switch does. They chose to use an AMD like system on a chip design, which I didn't even think you could put into a handheld and actually have good battery life. So isn't that the question, though? Like, the question is, have, has anybody seen or heard anything about the battery life of this thing? The the metrics that are being bandied around is the, you know, and again, because it's, it's also variable depending on what game you're playing. Uh, for browsing in the internet and stuff like that, they're saying eight hours for something like Portal 2. You have two hours and 20 something minutes of Ooh. unplugged play time. That's, that's, uh, that's, like, accelerator. that's like a game gear. <laughs> that's pretty bad, but you also have to remember that that's actually about the same, I think, as the Oculus Quest, right, Carmine? How, many, how, how long do you get on that? Well, and I'm it's on funny. it for multiple hours, I think. I mean, it's, it's, fu- it's funny that you bring that exact example up because part of the discussion around this is that really. This is part and parcel of Valve working on the next version of the Index, which is supposed to be a standalone VR system. Right. And that really the bigger brother of the chip that's in this thing is the one that's supposed to go in that device. And this is really to get the the pipeline kind of primed to bring that product out next year. That but, being said, the battery life, I mean... Well... Wait, yeah. And I, the, the thing is, is that, like, there is... you Even the, even the Zen... Like, the Zen... I think that the APU itself is something like 15 watts mm-hmm. at peak draw. But... I mean, like, there, there isn't a mobile graphics chip out right now that can match the performance envelope they're talking about on this guy. Although, it's kind of interesting, you know, like, so I got I to gotta do a disclaimer. I'm one of the suckers who, spent, who paid $5 to be able to order this next year. Yeah. <laughs> Are you giving it? I know they're doing some things with, with, uh, to try and, so eBay, they've paired with eBay to ensure that all scalper sites on eBay for this product specifically will be shut down. I don't know if that's going to stop it, though. I don't know if that's going to it, it doesn't matter because it's, it, right. again, you're not even buying a thing. And again, it's tied to a Steam account. You have to sell the Steam account. And Valve will just flag you. Yeah, Valve will just flag, you know, flag it when you try and do the transfer on bulk. But again, it's like, that's the thing is that it didn't launch. It's that hey, we're selling. You you can pay five dollars to try and reserve this, and I I had that thing crash out on me multiple times when I was trying to reserve it. So that's not too. really so what I'm talking like, about. Like I yeah. I do agree. I feel sorry for you that you <laughs> that you pre-ordered this. You spent five dollars on that because I yeah, don't know yeah. if it's going to be actually help help anybody. As far as like with the scalpers, like I fear this is going to be 
uh, a PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X issue where, I mean, scalpers hold such high percentages of, of the stock and nothing's coming until, I like, mean, possibly mid-next year. Well, that, that you, you got to... I don't know if you were in the loop on this or not. Um, or do, do you know anybody who actually got an index back last year? It got a what back last year? Uh, a, the Valve a, Index. A Val, the VR. Valve Index. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm not, so, when it comes to VR, I don't I don't, uh, I don't so, subscribe. No, I, I really, it's... it's. You know, I, I, I divested myself here. But um, the thing was, the, the, the Index was probably just as much in demand or almost in demand as the the steam deck here although there's some kind of there's some kind of perversity that's been attached to it because of the whole graphics card situation but um Val was not prepared to deal with the inrush of demand i mean like at least with this they can be like, okay, we know how many units we're, you know, like, prospectively we're going to have to have manufactured. We got a time, we got a rough time, you know, and really it doesn't, you know, it's all speculation anyways, because you know, don't we, you think, we could have a, we could have a supply. Don't you think they, set it, think they well, set it too low, though? I mean, mean, I mean, $5 to reserve a spot to buy one? Well, Anyone you also can have, do that. I mean, what well, type of obligation is that? They could, had, they could have said it. They could have said it at ninety nine cents. What is the difference? What is five dollars doing? You could say that it gauges interest. Well, um, and I, maybe I, I it also, helps to incentivize the scalpers. But um, how many people are just going to back out of that? Well, you got thirty days. But I, I think oh, that you know, thirty days to do what? To 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 get to get a refund of that original five dollars after nobody that point. Nobody cares about five dollars though. I want my five dollars back. No, no, no. And, and <laughs> every time I buy asking. fast food, they make a five dollar mistake. Nobody cares about the five dollars. What I'm saying is, is that, is that, like, I, I, I don't know how that. I don't know if that's actually a good measurement because if somebody, when it comes out, somebody's like, oh, I don't want to spend the, you know, four, five, six hundred dollars. I don't I know the price is dependent on the size of the drive. I don't know. I don't remember what the pricing is. But if they're not ready to pay that price, they have no obligation to. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, and where I'm kind of thinking besides uh so let's see what, what was the what were the numbers working out to? Do you remember Wade? Did you see that? For how many how many, how many pre orders that they Oh, so let's say like somebody's right. gone. No, oh, am no, I here? Maybe not. I heard. So- no, you're still there. You're still there. Sorry, I, I heard something pop up. My, my, uh, like it sounded like somebody left. I'm wrong. How many pre-orders for the Steam Deck? Yeah. So, it, I, I, I think it was somewhere around 110,000. In which. Well, yeah, hundred ten thousand. So they made they made over a million dollars, or they booked over a million dollars in this th- that first round of pre-ordering. Which, which I mean, for Steam though, like that's like a they made like five cents, not even five cents, like a penny. No, that's that's all them. It's not game. You remember, this is this is Valve. This is Valve directly. Right. I mean, now, and, I I get it. 
and really what where where I guess where I'm going is that as my numbers aren't right because it's five hundred thousand. But I, you, you you know you were asking trades like that's a weird number, and it's like I think part of it is you know maybe it's arbitrary, but I was having this I was having this line of thought as I'm dri driving around doing errands today. I wonder how much of it is just getting a big enough chunk that a cash laid down with a manufacturer to to reserve a spot. And your steam, your steam, you you were able to go to eBay and say, "Hey, listen, we're going to make sure people don't scalp our product." Like, yep. who who can do that? This is steam, right? They they don't print as much money as Apple, but they do print money. <laughs> they also blow through money because they do have their own uh, research and development that they work Here, on. Here's a little but, fun little fact, though. Scalpers are already trying to sell Steam Deck reservations. So the $5 yes. reservations for over $1,000. Yep. <laughs> yep. What? Yeah. Oh, my well, God. Well, you know, we, we, live in, we live in a degenerate gambling time, but... That is correct. Well, I, uh, speaking of some games on this thing, as I not so, as Minecraft. I not so smoothly the changed transition. the topic. Minecraft. Um, <laughs> uh, well, Minecraft actually is not available on the Steam store. So uh, although well, it's probably oh, yeah. playable, well, um, you, you, you can add it to device, it. Um, although it's probably playable on the device, it is atrocious. Um, I've done it. I've, I've, I've added Minecraft to Steam. Um, all of the controls have to be mapped manually. They don't have like a just one ready to go where it's just like, oh well, this is what this is what it would have been like on an Xbox. No, you have to do every single movement yourself. It's pretty bad, um, and you can't buy it in the store yet. Hopefully, that changes. You know, if the Steam Deck is successful, you know, maybe we'll see uh, Minecraft actually being sold in the Steam store. Uh, but I don't know because it is a console that threatens uh, Microsoft's own. Um, the irony of it, though, is that you'd be able to finally play the Java version. That yes, on a really. Console. If if I if I if I told you that that was one of the primary use cases I had assigned this particular five dollar <laughs> widget, would would you would I get stink eye over the radio? And do you know what we're talking about when we say the Java version, Wade? Uh no. The so Java Minecraft, version. I'll let Carmen tell you. The Java version is basically a version of Minecraft, um, which is mainly for computers that runs Java. And um, its variant is Bedrock Edition, which only runs on, um, I think it's, like, Everything. it's most consoles. And um, on Windows 10, it can also be downloaded. But that's basically it for Bedrock, and then Java is exclusive to most computers. Okay. But the reason Java is important, though, tell him why Java's, why running Java is important. Because I think that's something that most people don't know. Like they know that there's a, there's this game Minecraft out there, but they don't understand why people are talking about whether they're installing the Bedrock version or the Java version. Um. Well, I mean, there's a bunch of different um. There's a bunch of different differences, but the main two are that um, Java has a like a less um workable like friendship kind of where you can't really like meet people and like join their game pretty easily 
And also, the whole, like, modding stuff specifically happens on Java, and it's really hard to do on Bedrock. Gotcha. I like I like it how Carmine's, like, two things are, like, you can, te- you can tell relative age of people, because, I don't know about you, Trace, the friendship is way lower than the modding. I'm, I'm well, in the realm of desirability. Well, yeah, but but the when he says the friendship thing, what he's talking about is is that like he has a we, lot of friends, yeah. but there's no way to join their game yeah. on Java because yep. Java Java doesn't have the concept of just like sending them an invite to your game. And that's a big deal yep. because multiplayer is a big portion of any video game. And the fact that the Java version um you gotta work for it. It's you got to work for it is is odd. The modding scene is definitely um, is definitely a big part of it. But uh, what I've observed is the YouTube explosion that you know, like Minecraft, pretty much made a lot of these uh, YouTubers who they are. Them just playing that one game, and I would say probably ninety nine percent of them have played Java historically. So it's this that odd works. thing where like. Where like you watch somebody play something on on YouTube, and then you go and power on your Switch and you try to do what they do, and it's it's actually a different game. So some of the you know some of the things aren't there, or the mechanics are wrong, um, or they're slightly off. So because you've never been able to do it on a console, I think that's a that's going to be a pretty cool advantage. Although from experience, Minecraft through Steam is rubbish. It is it is unusable. Like it's probably usable if 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 you have the patience to map a bunch of uh, uh, controller inputs that you wouldn't have known what they were because you never would have used a controller with the oh. game because after what ten years Java still doesn't support a fucking controller. Well, it, <laughs> the it, only it, way you can get a controller to work is by putting it through Steam. And and part of this, yeah, we're we're, we're all. We're, we try to get the, we try to get to a game where it, I'm kind of curious is that it's not just the Steam Deck thing; it's that this new version of Steam OS that they're supposed to be releasing. Because I, you know, if you're just, if you're just able to if you're just able to actually get to a point where it's basically a Pop OS kind of. UI under the background, and you're just running a lit. You like you're just running Linux apps native. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can, cra- you know, which is good for us, but not maybe normal users. But um, same thing with the the storage because I'm really, I'm really interested to see, um, like the quality of life stuff that they. C- because you know valve valve was kind of a hot mess there for the longest time but it really seems like they're finally getting some people who can actually like make decisions on things again because it was you know it it was it was a very anarchist collective and they made a lot of money selling hats so you know nothing that they did was wrong but um i'm i'm just We'll, we'll I think see. they're still anarchists. I think they're oh, still yes. crazy anarchists. And I think well, the yeah, proof is, is that is that is that Carmine was able to point out a button flaw with yeah. the controller design, right? Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, Wade, Wade can Wade can make the argument that the Xbox controller is superior to the PlayStation, but yes. they're both pretty decent. 
for what they are. No one's, no one's gonna, well, you know, no one's gonna, yeah, no one's gonna say like, what, and what's with the, this? And the PlayStation DualShock controller, in a lot of ways, invented that design to begin with. Xbox just chose a slightly different layout of the exact same design. Actually, um, it's. Steam's Actually, like, no, you're gonna be, you're gonna be using, you're gonna be using trackpads, which is everyone's <laughs> like most hated thing on earth. You're gonna be using trackpads instead. Oh, and, but it, but the experience is going to be superior. Um, but speaking of games, uh, the actually it wasn't Minecraft. I actually wanted to bring up um, the I wanted to bring up Fortnite uh, specifically because Fortnite. I remember, yeah, I remember Wade used to be super into it um, because PUBG was very crashy. And that is correct. In the, in the early like they, days of PUBG on Xbox, it would crash. Uh, tremendously, like oh. so many times, and it was so bad that we were just like, let's just let's just say screw it and play Fortnite. Um, why, why, why aren't you playing Rust or, or Escape from Tarkov? Like, because I'm not a PC gamer, dude. Game. It's it, PC gaming, <laughs> dude. Honestly, it's it's it's, it's pretty pointless. <laughs> it sucks. It's you have to. I've had my Xbox for like seven or eight years. I can play pretty much every game that comes out. Uh my PC, like it's it's like top of the line for a year, two years, and then the next shit comes out. It's it's tedious, man. Honestly, it's tedious for something as simple as gaming. If there was other things I was doing with my computer, uh, it'd be one thing. But I'm literally just recording this podcast and surfing the web once in a while, I guess. Um, yeah, it's just console makes significantly more sense for me. Um, but Carmine, that being said, are you going to come to the PC's defense here? Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, I use my PC for like most of my gaming. Like, I'm able to use my Switch, and I use my Switch pretty commonly. But I'm a mainly PC gamer, and I think that the PC. I think the PCs are really nice. Um, I respect your opinion. Um, <laughs> but. Honestly, I don't. I just prefer PC. All right, when do I come? When I come over and we hang out, do we hop on separate PCs and play Minecraft, or do we sit on the sit on the couch or sit on a couch in a chair with me, you, and your dad and play Switch? Play um, Switch. Yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. Then but that's we, because that you don't play be, Minecraft. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and that's because you don't have Steam Decks. And that's because you don't have Steam Decks, but <laughs> and no, we probably but, won't but, because of the scalpers. Unfortunately, well, we do what you're describing. Um, we actually do get a lot of PCs out and play, and I think that's a good point. And that's the fact that um, there are some things that do work better when you each each have your own of that thing. And in our case, I just happen to have a boatload of PCs. Well, and 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 to be fair, Fort, you know, like. Say what you will about Epic and like kind of some of their terrible business practices and like you know political associations and stuff like that. The stuff that they've done with Unreal Engine just to make you know like you make jokes about Doom running on a freaking toaster. Like they they have tuned that game beyond anyone's imagination. 
like um, some other things too, though. Like, how does what's the? Do you ever use Discord on your consoles? Do they have that available for the consoles? I actually don't know if that's an app that can be used on Xbox. Um, well, it can't be, so do most it, people it, just it, use it, their phone? It definitely so, can't yeah. be. It definitely can't be used on Switch. Um, I believe there is a PlayStation native client. Oh, uh, actually, there is a Discord Xbox One app. Apparently, there is. I didn't know that. So, yeah. yeah. Because those are some things where I know um, the PC can be can come in handy. Um, but uh, as far as communicating? Yeah. Um, yeah, just simply having that there. Um, you know, like the way that Discord integrates, it's kind of like um, what was the app that we used to use? Uh, for for gaming for chat gaming and it would tell you what game you were playing uh, X Chat I think it was called oh I was like Teamspeak or something like that but same exact thing um so uh, like Teamspeak or or whatever the the chat client you were using it actually would like take a look at what you're doing it would tell your friends what game you're using or what game you're playing now I understand that each game has its own network and it has its own friends and you can find out through that way too but uh, I do see a lot of the people that I talk to on Discord um, they they install the full blown version of Discord on their computer and it does share what they're doing and it's it's more than just gaming like if you want to you could it'll like tell them that you're using Photoshop. <laughs> like it'll yep. it'll tell you like even productivity apps um that are on there but carmine plays so carmine you play fortnite on the pc now for any game that requires uh uh aiming um wade and i have always talked about how difficult those games would be on the pc wait have you played fortnite on the pc i've played on the pc and i've played on uh console i from what i understand i know there's cross play if you're playing from a console you will get aim assist. Um, if you are playing on the PC, you, you really don't get aim assist. So I think that's kind of how they try to level the playing field. That being oh. said, I don't know anybody that, even with aim assist, I don't know anybody that's, like the best players on on console are not beating like the best players on PC. Like it's still, as far as controls right. go, the mouse. So you're saying Carmine might kick your ass better. is what you're saying. I'm And Fortnite, I guarantee he's going kick my ass. <laughs> I haven't played in forever. No and, build, and frankly, building with no building with with a building with a controller is way more difficult than building with a mouse and keyboard. Well, right, it wouldn't because, be that difficult. It wouldn't be that difficult if it had a, tra a trackpad on it. Oh yeah, because trackpads are super accurate and they're really really good. It's why all professional gamers <laughs> use fucking trackpads when they uh, when they play games. Trackpads are just so amazing. They are the best. <laughs> Nothing could ever beat them. It's funny because the trackpad is so bad that when Carmine and I were setting up his his uh, his uh, computer today to make sure that he had his mic hooked up and everything, um, I I because you know laptops don't come with that many USB ports anymore. Uh, I used up his USB port when I was plugging the microphone in, and uh, and he reached over and he grabbed his mouse just habitually. I I did the same thing, um, but the mouse wasn't plugged in, and we were using up the USB port. And uh, I asked him, I go, do you want me to go get like a like a, an adapter so we can plug your mouse in, or do you want to use the trackpad? And he's like, definitely get the adapter because the trackpad experience is so rubbish. It's trash. That he just knew he would be like scrubbing around and accidentally clicking on shit. Honestly, if you were. 
I you were stuck on a desert island, and the only way to communicate was using a trackpad through a PC. I would just say find the nearest tree and hang yourself from it. <laughs> so the one difference, <laughs> the one difference um, that I've noticed since Wade, when you started playing, and now Carmine's playing, is uh, with Fortnite specifically, is the DLC has just exploded. Yeah, there wasn't really any of that. To be in all fairness and honest. Honestly, the only reason I started playing Fortnite, I really wanted to play the base game, like the kind of like defense, like tower defense type of game. Um, but you had to pay for that. And I was like, I'm not paying for this. So they had the Battle Royale, which is kind of like the extra. And they were the first ones that followed that model where, like, you know, that was modern, uh, Call of Duty copied that model. They were pretty much like, if you don't buy Call of Duty, that's okay. You can still play like the Battle Royale game which is kind of a bold move because, well, it's not that bold a move because of all the microtransactions that come with it, but it's kind of like that's a pretty substantial player base that you are not charging any money for them to play. Except if you want to be a Mandalorian. Or Thanos. Or Thanos. So I bought the Thanos skin. <laughs> that, this is where I wanted to go with this because... <laughs> You know, I've been watching his interest in the game, and it seems to peak when the DLC comes out. Yeah, I course. love yeah. all of the skins. I um, I I bought the Thanos skin, not knowing about all like the hitbox rules for Fortnite, and I would get killed in like seventy fifth place every single round with the Fort or with the Thanos skin because it's Why? such a humongous skin. He's just, and he's like huge. the the hitbox hit is, is also... based on the size of the character. Yeah, it's not like uh the old mods for uh <laughs> Counter Strike. No, what are you talking about? The hit like the hitbox were totally the, the, back in Half Life Deathmatch run around as a Powerpuff girl. You were you were you were totally the mass hole. It's like it's like it's like picking odd job and goldeneye. No, I, I was just saying goldeneye, odd job or mayday. <laughs> goldeneye, you're just a dick. <laughs> Are there other advantages to being this gigantic Thanos character? Like, does he have other powers that compensate for his gigantic hitbox? No, like there's one emote. <laughs> you shield. You shield the people that, behind you. There's one emote the, that is good with Thanos, and it's um. The snappy mode, which if you're wearing the Thanos skin, the snappy mode like does all the crystals and they like um, shine. But without mm -hmm. it, it's just like a plain random See, snap. That would be amazing if only one person per game was allowed to use Thanos. And like to get the snap emote, you had to actually collect all of those. And then when you did it, you actually did kill half of the world. Like that would be amazing. <laughs> like that would, if they uh, actually that would a lot of people. Now it's like, well, Thanos is this big purple guy and he's easy to hit, but if you let this guy travel from one end of the map to the other and get all of these crystals, then he can wipe out half of you. So that kind of seems like it might make Battle Royale a little bit fun. Everybody would be extremely angry. Everybody that like did not have the Thanos skin, or if they like tried to ignore the whole... Thanos like um then they would get extremely angry because like they just get depleted in the middle of the round. 
instead of seventy fifth place, you'd get like you'd get like thirty third place, or you'd, you'd or whatever the exact what would it be thirty seven and a half place. Like it would be the exact like division because you killed everyone, you killed half of everyone, but you still finished last. Well, you, you, it's it's got to be like you got to have like the whole battle points thing. Like your your team has to have a stay under a certain average, so it's like. If you want to go to the, if you want to go back to the the odd job hitbox thing, it's like you have so many rocket raccoons for every Thanos that's in a in a game. But now, one thing that was interesting about some of this DLC is that, from what I understand, you actually pay for it, but then you still have to earn it. Is this yeah. right? Uh, it's a season pass. So you buy the season pass and uh-huh. it's kind of crazy because it's like you buy, you pay money to mm-hmm. be eligible to earn, earn stuff. It's kind of, it is a bit crazy. Um, but the stuff that you can earn, you know, is I guess valuable to players that would do that. Like I understand it. I get the concept, but when you think about it, you say it out loud, it does sound really fucking dumb. No, no, yeah. it, it's because it, it's it's a monet, it's a monetization engine, but it, you know, like, um, have you played Overwatch at all, Wade? Uh, I've played a little bit of Overwatch, yes. I mean, you know, I don't even know how you do that, and like, like you, you're because you, really, it's Flash to get kids to hit their parents up to buy loot stuff. I, I as I talk like that, and I I mean I'm not can either confirm front. or deny I cannot yeah it's like I can't confirm or deny that I bought Street Fighter Four costumes I, DLC uh, before I don't buy like DLC costumes but I buy the season pass whenever there's a new season of Destiny Two yeah 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 like yeah I bought this past one season of the Splicer I'll buy the next season as well it's like are they expensive like fifteen bucks uh, or something I think they're yeah, I think you, you might get like some sort of a discount with Xbox because it's on Game Pass, but not the DLC isn't. It's probably around like between thirteen and fifteen bucks. Yeah, it's thirteen to fifteen bucks to have to well, at least for in Fortnite to have to like grind every single day to be able to get like the top skin. Yeah, it definitely encourages like it, it definitely. Like at the end of the season, like I, so I've already season of the, I don't know, this probably started like 10 weeks ago, the season where I got the DLC, but I pretty much, you get to like rank a hundred and that's all, that's it. That's, you know, there's no more perks after that, essentially. Um, right. No more stuff to get. And then it's like, well, I really don't want to grind anymore. Like I have pretty much have everything and the story is not really progressing anymore. They're having a little like things here, events and things like that, which keep the player base interested, but I I have to say like my the people I play with on Xbox like we're pretty much like all right we need to find another game and I'm like we need to find another <laughs> game aside from Destiny two and Deep Rock Galactic because I've also like it's run its course with me as well I mean I still like it but it's it is kind of like God where are the new games please Lord where are they <laughs> Well and go get set well actually yeah again you gonna be on the PC can I go get Satisfactory Wade. What? Because not, nothing's more nothing's more satisfying than playing Farmsville Farmsville in strip mining a planet. Okay. So satisfaction. So satisfaction. Oh, actually, yeah. And again, it, it it's funny how everything kind of loops back. 
to like there's only like four genres of game popular at any one time. Satisfactory is a kind of sandbox game, but it's literally you building a factory to make things on this planet. Like on this 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 outer space alien world. So you're like is it like Rimworld? I've seen this game. I've seen some people play it, yeah. It so um, imagine 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 doing the tech tree in StarCraft without having to worry about something trying to murder you. So you're literally just clicking stuff and stuff is just happening and there's it's literally kind of just a stimulant it's just stimulating your brain with like visuals, and that's pretty much it, right? Well, I mean, other than you building elaborate and ridiculous machines out of things that weren't meant to do it, like you know, you building the planet scale railgun that propels you halfway across the world, you know, building these lab. It's 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 like those mine. If you ever see the Minecraft videos of the guys who do the crazy redstone machines, like it's 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 one of those games. Yeah, I don't have a reference there. Um, Wade has no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. It, it, well, I guess the sa- satisfactory is effectively if you had infinite space Legos. <clears throat> okay. So fair enough. So to to give you an idea of of the ridiculousness that that Gunner is describing with the he calls it the crazy redstone builds, there is someone who made a playable Game Boy entire Game Boy console inside Minecraft. So essentially, it's WarioWare's, but like modern version. I don't know what WarioWare's is. Gunner, do you I know, do. Carmine well, uh, 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 knows. I, I guess Wade and where so you, you, you make your game. What we're talking, I kind of like to an extent. Like these people are building logic gates out of out of like exploiting game mechanics. Like they're actually building microprocessors inside a game that doesn't have microprocessors by gotcha. like pushing a piston, turning on the light, sensing that the light is on. Like, and, and, and then you look, there's a field of circuitry. And then if you back up off of that field, you see in, in like real scale, like a block is a block in Minecraft, right? Two of them is how tall you are. And if you zoom out enough, you can actually see an entire Game Boy Color. And the pixels are shifting around, and it is playing a game. Gotcha. Like, that's the meta that he's talking about when he says crazy redstone contraptions. Like, these people are out of control. <laughs> like, they've taken, they've taken it to the Matrix, where <laughs> you're emulating the outside world and the inside world. It's ridiculous. Like... Yeah, um, the guy, who, the guy who made Minecraft original, or one of the guys who made Minecraft originally, but the Notch, one of the yeah. games he was working on before he sold out to Microsoft. Um, I I wish I could remember what the heck it, it, it was. Basically, a space adventure game, but one of the core elements was literally hacking the spaceship that you were on, and writing programs to change the behavior of this vehicle that you were trapped on while it's going from planet to planet and you know is it zero x ten c yeah sounds about right yeah gotcha it's a sandbox science sandbox science fiction video game so 
you mentioned before, Trace, uh, the outside being, or excuse me, the outside being simulated on the inside. Yeah, it's um, very dystopian. Uh, very dystopian thought. So, I uh, I had asked uh, Carmine if he had if he was, <laughs> and hoping that he wasn't, but you know, he's eleven going on like thirty. So, uh, if he had if he had yet felt, you know the, the malignant touch of existential dread, right? So, Carmine didn't know exactly what that meant, and we kind of described things that kind of represented it. But I, I specifically. Uh, I kind of asked Trace, and we kind of asked Carmine. So, Carmine, like, as far as the environment, well, you know what? No, don't even get to the environment. Forget that. Do you think of, like, the future ever? Like, your future. Not, not yes. technically the future, but your future. I think about it probably multiple times a day. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. Do you ever worry about your future? Or is it kind of just mostly, you know, you expect positive things or good things? I worry about my future probably as much as I think about my future. Um, Fair enough. I, I do worry about my future a lot. Do you ever, like, so right now we're in this weird space um, in time, mainly because I'd say, like, we are now seeing <laughs> some catastrophic effects well, uh, from, from, like, an environmental point it, of view. It, as it, yeah, as, as it was popularly phrased, uh, you, Trace, and I grew up during the F around phase of, of history, and now we're, we're now we're living through. And Carmen gets to grow up during the find out phase. So that's kind of so, Carmine. Like, oh, you've been to Sylvan Beach, right? I have. What are your thoughts on Sylvan Beach? Um, completely honesty. I mean, don't don't. Lie, don't sugarcoat it. If you think it's great, that's cool. If you think it sucks, that's cool too. When you think of Sylvan Beach, kind of, is it a positive experience for you, a negative experience, or just kind of like it evens out? I think I think it evens out because I know like it's like all places where there's probably a lot of bad crap there, but I mean it's a it's a beach. It's like a village near a beach. I think it's pretty nice. Okay. So I think Wade, when you ask him Sylvan Beach, he's he's aware that that's a city. <laughs> I um, meant the amusement park, I guess. I guess I was trying to. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I like, I like the amusement park area. Yeah. So maybe it's just a, maybe it's just a perspective thing. <laughs> like when I when we were kids, Sylvan Beach was like I guess a little bit scary, but for the most part, it was kind of like oh yeah, it's great until like. And now I look at Sylvan Beach and I'm like, oh man, it's it's not like that anymore. It's, yeah, so I mean, to kind of, I mean, if we were to put that question at him a different way, right? If we were to yes, say, would- um, Carmine, which you know, which, which amusement parks have you been to, and um, how would you rank Sylvan Beach amusement park on that list? Um, I would rank. Um, the amusement park at Sylvan Beach to be like a not top. I think for like like maybe um seventh place, seventh or sixth place. That sounds about right. 
<laughs> I've been to plenty of them, and um, I'd say yeah, probably like seventh or sixth place. Is I I I, I want to like kind of see what a perspective is because I don't. I mean, I don't get to do this ever. As far as environmental <laughs> issues or things like that, like how involved would you say your pe- you and your peers are? Like how are you up on the environmental type thing, or are the situation of like their you know environmentalism or anything like that? Is it not really that much of an issue? Not really much, you know, that you're that's really important to you at at this moment. Um, when we were kids, it was not important to us. You know what I mean? Like when we were your age, uh-huh. the environment is like the last thing we were thinking about. Is it ever anything that you uh, think about or that your your friends think about? It's definitely something I think about, but I like overthink everything ever. I don't think any of my friends think about that type of stuff a lot. Like they've probably thought about it before, but not that much. I definitely think about it a lot. Fair enough. So this is kind of when I say when I was talking about like existential dread. Like when when Gunnar and I mostly but I'm sure your dad too. We think of like the environment. <laughs> we we kind of have a reference point, right? To back when, like when Gunner says the screw around days, when you know we were just trying stuff out, we weren't paying too close attention to it. But now we're seeing some of those ramifications, and it's it, it's kind of a bummer. Existential dread is just essentially a major bummer, <laughs> based on the outlook of things. Typically compared from a focal point uh, in the past, where things were significantly better. You see, I, um, I try to think that, like, think of a, I tr- I have existential crisis, but, like, um, I don't, I think it's, like, the whole, um, crisis part, like, it sucks, I wish it was back, way back when, um, it's kind of based on age, because I don't really feel that way, because I don't have a past to relate to, I definitely think that, um, like, in the past, at some points, it was better than where we are at now, but I can't, like, think back to an actual memory of there, because I didn't live in that, that point in time. So this is kind of what I, kind of, what the background I was thinking about and didn't really reveal, um, and I have to ask, so, are you familiar with Greta Thornton, is it Thornburg, or Thornburg? I'm screwing up her name already. She's like, uh, do you know who that is? I do not. Okay, so... Greta Thunberg. Oh, the, Greta. I know Greta. Greta I, it's Greta the environmental girl. It's the girl, the environmental girl that's like... Yeah, I know her. Gotcha. So this is... Because she's... I mean, when she made that video, how old was she? Like, she's... I thought she was right around, like, Carmine's age, correct? Um, yeah, probably... Probably around my age, yeah. Oh, dude. She's 18, she's 18 years old. She's 18 I, she's yeah. now. Older than I thought. How how long ago was that? Is that maybe I'm way off on this? Um, I mean, yeah, she was two years ago, uh, 2019, um, okay. is when she addressed the world leaders at the United Nations. So she was 16 at that point. Um, but I would say that that I mean, the difference between 11 year old and a 16 year old is is very different. There is in in her first, I think two thousand um, two thousand eighteen was her first, like when she first started appearing in the news. So, um, but but would have made her uh, fifteen. She, she was around Carmine's age when she first kind of 
supposedly when she kind of grokked what you know to to, to use the the computer slash old school science fiction term. She yeah, was, I she guess was it, around Carmine's age when she when she had the oh sh- the, uh, the the oh shite moment. I guess I just I I want to like kind of get close like peer closer into like the psyche of somebody Carmine's age. Like, what are the thing? It's it's got to be different than when we were younger, but I'm sure there's some things that are the same. But you know, is it with social media and things like that? Are are these opinions being formed artificially or? You know what I mean? Are they worried because they actually affect them, or they're worried that it's going to affect them, or or do they kind of get into these issues or, or worry about these things because of things like TikTok? Like, do you use TikTok, Carmen? I do indeed, TikTok. Fair enough. Okay. So he corrected you there. It, did, yes. did you did you Vine did before that? that? You, you made it a I noun. Did not you made it a verb. <clears throat> oh, I didn't it, even did, realize that. Did you, you, did you, I mean, you said that you do TikTok. Oh, I didn't. I mean, I do both. I TikTok and I also do TikTok. So, what are some of the so, like? What are the things that you are? What are what are the things that you are like consuming on TikTok? Like, what are things that you are seeing? Uh, well, actually, first, let me ask: Are there any parental controls for TikTok? Nope, not, not not at all. Like it asks you what age you are, I think. Okay, so there, it, there's no like. So if you're, it, it does. There's no, there's no restricted. Uh, there's no like restricted um, content for age for ages. Well, there's there's we, restricted we content, told the but we told the truth about <clears throat> about Ellie's age when we created an account for her, and uh-huh. uh, no one could see her content that she posted. It was odd. Like she could watch stuff, but she couldn't share stuff. Could she watch anything that she wanted to watch, or no? It was like there. Do they restrict their? I don't know. I don't know. Carmine will have to answer that. Um, I don't know either. I would assume that she could watch whatever she wants to watch because I don't think I don't know if there's really a lock between um like age. But I do remember like the struggle and trying to make a TikTok with my sisters, like um. Google account and it wouldn't like let her change her age. Yeah. <laughs> one thing, I mean, every kid's different, but um, one thing Carmine and I learned early on was that he actually can't use a device um, unless he lies about his age. And right. I know some children just simply can't be trusted with certain content. And um, I, I might've even fallen into that category under Car- at, at Carmine's age. I don't know, but uh <clears throat> It's it, it actually yes, makes the de- <laughs> it, I'll it makes that the de- very quickly. It makes the device unusable um, because the like the parents can restrict screen time on there, so you can say like like okay, you've been on your phone for twenty five minutes and now it shuts off. But that's to me, that's more of a self discipline thing. It is nice that the parents can control it, but. It, to me, it kind of isn't fair because it will shut off in the middle of a video, right? It's not sensitive to the fact that there might be two minutes left in that video, or if it's TikTok, there might be 20 seconds left in the video. It's not sensitive to that, right? It just shuts, right. just shuts the screen off because your screen time is up. Uh, but yeah, we learned the hard way that we had to, um, we had to cr- create him with a, with an, uh, an unfiltered uh, account. But I, I know that doesn't really answer um, your question about the parental controls. 
Which that are built fine. into the platform or the content yeah. restriction that would be built into the platform. Which, uh, which but is like we learned fine. like, yeah. And it, it was at the point where, um, so the, the biggest problem that we ran into was uh, YouTube won't work. And this is crazy to me, but because Google, um, because Google owns your account, right? Cause you like, you register your Gmail account and you tell it your date of birth and you, yeah. they find out that you're, you know, you're 13 or under 13. Cause you know, we say minor, but in reality, the internet doesn't care if you're 18, it cares if you're 13. Right. And that's kind of the cutoff. So, um, if it, it, it is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, Facebook, I think kind of were the ones that picked that age, um, of yeah. 13 where you can have your, your online profile and you can manage it yourself. And I, I think it makes sense. Cause when you hire a babysitter, they're usually, it's usually they start babysitting between like 13 and 15. They don't start babysitting at 18, you know, by then they're, they're, you know, graduating high school and, um, they could still babysit, but, uh, you know, the babysitting age is usually right around 13. So it kind of makes sense. Like if you're old enough to babysit, you should be old enough to be friends with uh you know with with some adults like and on, i on, i, uh, I definitely media. agree with that but at the same time like that when i then when i think of like a 13 year old and just the ease of access to someone on the internet and on social media it's kind of like okay i it's also a little bit unnerving i guess yeah 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 it is um but because google owns your account if you're under um if you're under 13 Google tells YouTube that, and then you can't actually open the app. So because YouTube is so riddled with garbage and yeah. they have no way of filtering it, they have no way of actually curating the content for children. So instead they make you use another app called YouTube kids and YouTube kids are only videos that were explicitly checked a box that says this is intended for kids. So you could be somebody like Mark Ruber or whatever his name is that, 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 uh, ex NASA engineer. And mm. if he didn't explicitly say that this content was created for kids, they can't watch it. So what I found out was it's the, it, you're actually just stuck in like this never ending loop of, of, you know, baby shark videos. It's really bad. Like the experience is terrible. Yeah. If somebody's to actually tell the truth uh, about their child's age, it, 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 at least YouTube, which is um, a, a good portion of what, um, what my children watch, um, the, the, the experience is unusable. Um, instead, what my wife and I do is when we find a channel with terrible content that the kids are watching, um, and we only have one kid that does that. The rest of them just watch content that's safe. Like we have, un but our youngest, like he'll, he'll gravitate towards, towards uh, garbage. Um, and if he just gets sucked into like a garbage channel, we just have to go through and block it, but we have to block like all of the people that like do reaction videos to it too. And that's a pain in the ass. Fair enough. So, Carmine, when you're on like TikTok, um, are you just kind of consuming like what are you looking for specific things or you know, are there suggestions and whatnot? Like, and, and that's how you maybe find like new content and things like that. Well, it depends on like if I'm searching for something specific. If I'm not, I'll be scrolling through my um, as it's called for you page, which is basically just a bunch of stuff that TikTok recommends to you. Gotcha. But if not, then I'm usually searching for, like, a specific video or a specific channel. And then sometimes I'll watch, like, most of the content from that ch um, channel. Do you find that the For You page is pretty in line with what you search with? Or do you find sometimes some off-the-wall things that don't really fall in line with what, what you typically are looking 
looking at as far as content is concerned? Um, mainly it's like exactly like the type of content that I want to see and what I um mainly see. Mm-hmm. And if there's like a certain type of content that I'll like a lot or like subscribe to a certain um channel that posts a lot of that specific content, um TikTok will market that content to me. They have ads on on TikTok? Are there other ads? Um well, in my personal case, I've seen like one or two ads on TikTok. Okay. But it de- it from what I've seen it depends on your account age because I have a very I have a account that was created like at the beginning of when TikTok like switched from Musically to TikTok. Uh-huh. And I have only got like one or two ads, but I have some spare accounts that I use that um get like an ad every couple of videos or every time I open TikTok on that account. Gotcha. So it sounds like actually TikTok is as far as content and suggesting content, it's that it's not like Facebook that just suggests trash that has nothing to do with what, you know, you, you consume. So that that's uh that's encouraging. How do you consume music, Carmine? Like how do you how how does that work <laughs> right now? Um, like Well, sometimes I'll like find a certain song on YouTube and then I'll play it that way. Or I'll go to like Spotify and Pandora and then right. I'll find like a certain track or a certain like album that I want to listen to for a while. So then I'll listen to that for a while. But mainly it's through like YouTube. I'll search for a certain band or a certain song and I'll listen to it through YouTube. Through uh, like so so you'll search for search on YouTube and then will you go through suggestions or related content or no? You just kinda when you go to YouTube you're just looking for the for the for a specific artist or song. Uh, I'll listen to the specific artist slash song. So it's pretty much like Radio Dead. Do you just not listen to radio ever? Uh I mean when I'm in the car, I'll listen to the radio. Um, not, not out of the car. I don't usually listen to the radio. So, so uh, what's interesting about the radio is, uh, you know, historically growing up, there's like the pop stations in the area. Um, I could name them and you would know exactly which ones I'm talking about, Wade, because you grew up in the same area, but like 93Q, um, mm. were just kind of universally hated by by people (laughs) (laughs) well um you know as um as carmine you know spends his time uh consuming things in his own discovery channels right which are different than what they would have been for us for us the discovery was the radio a lot of the time um or friends um you know physical music tapes still you know so even even digital right cds yeah um but the discovery for us was it was largely um, influenced by the radio. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting it was, now because I, I feel like the radio is playing catch up now. So Carmine in general be on TikTok and they'll see these people um, and they'll get exposed to this music and then they'll want to hear the whole song. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, Jen gets into her car and she's flipping to the channels and she finds that that same station that she hated growing up. 
Um, and she's embarrassed to say it, but she likes listening to it now because a lot of it is the songs that the kids are playing and that the kids are interested in um, and that the kids are listening to. But uh, one thing that I found very interesting, and I'm going to let Carmine explain this, but uh, he he discovered I discovered an old song on TikTok too, and it kind of put him down um, a little bit of a of a path of trying to find out more about him. You know which one I'm talking about, Carmine? Did you go? Did you go radio silent? Are you thinking? Can you Carmen, hear me? Are you there? Did you? He, Carmen, he probably can you hear his me? Mic. Carmen, can you hear us? He probably muted his mic. He's gone. He lost like, him. I I just realized that all of what I said was muted. I'm um, sorry, Carmine. It happens to the best of us. Um, it does. <laughs> so, so start right after the part that I said um, you found some music that was a little bit older uh, um, and you wanted to learn more about it. I do not know what um, <laughs> music you're talking about, honestly. <laughs> it's all old. Um, I'll give you, I'll give you a, 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 a hint. Um, um, uh, BBD. No. Um. Oh, Belle Biv DeVoe. Um. Yes, I heard a song. Um. I think it was Poison on uh, TikTok. Oh, yes. A clip of Poison, and I was like, I need to hear, I need to hear um more of this. So then I started listening to the entire Poison album, and I've actually grown a liking to Belle Biv DeVoe. So that was my concern, actually, Carmine. So my concern was um, with the with 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 the amount of choice that you have, um, and just how like uh, Pandora is structured, that you were not going to be able to get the same exposure to like different styles of music that you might not think you're interested in. But once again, maybe TikTok is saving the day a little bit, uh, which I hate to hate to say. But uh, what you find out about the state fair this year, Carmine? <laughs> Um, and the state fair this year, the, I think the free, um, concert is going to be Belle Biv DeVoe, which very I'm nice. very, very excited for. That's, it's incredibly strange to hear that you were, I mean, it's strange <laughs> in a good way, but it's almost Don't wait surreal. What style music that is. Do you, do you remember? Um, let me think. I think it's. Starts with the word um, new. What is it? I don't. I'm um new. I can't think of it. I don't remember what it what job Jack, it's not it is. New Jack, huh? New Jack. <laughs> I, I'm swing. I'm new Jack swing. Oh yes, I'm very. I, I gotta be honest with you. I didn't even know what New Jack Swing was. I just thought that was it was R and B. Is it like a subgenre of R and B? That's a that's a good question. Um, Jen was explaining it to us because she was a she was a Belle Biv DeVoe fan as when she was younger, and she was reading the definition of New Jack Swing. But it has roots, um, <clears throat> uh, like Motown roots, I believe, um, and. It's called New Jack Swing, I believe, because it plays off of some older styles. But unfortunately, I don't know that if 
<laughs> if my wife were on the podcast, she would be able to explain to me. I don't know if Carmine remembers it, but I certainly don't. I do not either. A pop music, pop music usually performed by black musicians that combines elements of jazz, funk, rap, and rhythm and blues. So it's yet yeah, it is not just R and B. It is uh, kind of a fusion of these three of these three things. This is from the um, Merriam-Webster uh, dictionary. I, I thought New Jack Swing was actually going to be uh, the dance hall cover band, the uh, the wrestler New Jack. Uh, <laughs> nice. Carmine, do you do you watch wrestling at all? Do you watch professionally professional wrestling? Is that even like popular yeah. amongst you or your peers? Do any of your friends watch wrestling? I have um a couple of friends that do um watch wrestling. I don't personally watch wrestling. I don't um personally enjoy it, but I do know a lot of people, a couple of people that um are very into it. Okay, so there's still some like young people that. Or, I mean, yeah. when I was when I was your age, like that was like the like WWF was like a huge huge thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, there's one of my actually one of my really good friends is like a John Cena super fan. It's still real to me, damn it! It's still I, real to I, me. I, I I think that I think that the terrible wrestling games that they put out over the last <laughs> yeah. four years has done more damage to that audience than they can ever begin to realize because I don't know if you remember the old, like the, the, that was the thing. It wasn't even wrestling. It was the, the dumb, the dumb stuff that you would come up internally. Like it all peaked all, as far as the video games are concerned, everything peaked in 2000. Like yeah, it, those are the best games at N64. They were amazing. They're not as amazing now. Cause I've somewhat recently played them. You're um, old again, not mine, but Shaggy's, and uh, it's like, wow, this is actually trash. <laughs> but the memories are good; they're good memories of that. Twenty-four frames a second, sucker. That's right. Where are we at on time? I have, but, but you know what? You know what the N64 didn't have? What's that? Trackpad. Yeah. Did right. you say N64? Ooh. Sixty-four. I heard sexy. Sexy. I also sexy heard sexy. Sexy four. <laughs> Jesus. Gunner. Mm, very sexy four. Look okay, what you've done. That, Look yeah. what you've done, Gunner. <laughs> you've just been corrupted. Thanks, uh, bud. Yeah, we're we're getting demonetized on this one. <laughs> we're getting reported. We're going on a we're going on a watch list after this. <laughs> but this, but this. I'm just gonna mark it. I'm gonna mark it that this content was uh created for children. When we upload yes. it, yes. Not that, not that <laughs> podcasts have that setting. I mean, I don't. <laughs> can you imagine having like a three-year-old and all they do is sit around and listen to podcasts? That would be interesting. Hey, as opposed to watch, as, as, like... as opposed to watch YouTube videos all the time. I guess that's true. It's a good point. I would. I would. Mind, what's your, have what's your thought on podcast? aliens? What's your thought on um, aliens? Real or not real? They're definitely real, and you really? cannot change my mind. Um, hmm. There is infinite nothingness um, around us. We are a speck of dirt in the middle of a big black void, and the chances of being other civilization are, in my mind, extremely high. Civilization. So not like 
beyond uh, sentience, beyond just a living organism. You think like a, a, there has to be another civilization. Yeah, yeah. Well, statistically speaking, if you're just basing it in math, you are correct. You statistically, there probably should be. That's not human. That lives in a completely, you know, like basically, they live on the earth. Talking but they, about, you talking, talking about, about like, like men in black, people, like the people that live inside of the earth or something like that, like the hollow earth theory. Well, there's the hollow earth theory, but there's <laughs> e there's that hollow earth kind of nonsense. But no, so are are you are you familiar with the whole thing with the the, wait, ho the hobbits? The hollow, the hobbits, the hollow the earth hobbits. theory is 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 craziness, but. Crypto terrestrials is not. No, so there is. <laughs> Crypto terrestrials right. is a book. It's a book. Actually, I'm gonna pull. I get to pull the thing here right now as we're talking on our. We're talking on our podcast. Come Mac prepare Tony's. for this shit. Mac Tunnies. I don't know. It's a good read. Apparently, is this like aliens among us? Well, actually, so this gets. So you know that for the majority of the time that humans were becoming humans on this planet, that there were other species, there were other species of hominid hanging yeah. around with us, right? Do you yeah. mean like Cro-Magnums or Homo erectus and Homo, Homo sapiens? Is that like kind of what you mean? Yes. Neander Neanderthal. That kind of, that, that. So, there was this long-standing myth or you know like there was this oral tradition of these tiny devils that lived in the in the jungle that would hunt people out in indonesia and uh like about five or six years back talking about they actually no uh, actually so as i'm trying to play is, is there? actually they're there for yes actually so the eh, species of, so what is coming out is that there was a there was another species of sentient hominids alive alongside Homo sapien in relatively recent human history. Called what? Uh, well, actually, they're called Homo, Homo florensis. Florens I can never say it right. Or the Flores man. But uh, okay. F O L R yes, yeah, yeah, I, I see. F L O R yes, man. I've heard of I've heard of like, um, other versions of humans living along civilizations, but nothing like this. Oh, okay. This is why you're referencing the hobbits. So they were like little, like essentially. I I guess they're they're pretty much like they're just they're like little people, but not like when I say little people, I don't mean people suffering from. Is dwarfism even like an acceptable term now? I suck. I, I hope that no. What's the what's the medical term for that then? What do they use now? Like it's like giganticism and and what's the other one? What's the one for that that little people suffer from? I actually don't. There want, are multiple it, ones because because we have a young we have a young person who could be potentially influenced. I'm not actually going to make any completely inappropriate. No. And, and, I'm not and, calling uh, them dwarfs. I'm not saying that. It's just the last do. I knew the medical term. Don't the medical term last I knew was dwarfism. I totally could be wrong about that. Midgetitis. Midgetitis. Okay, fair enough. Are you joking or is that real? No, that's not real. I hate you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you lie. To, Why would you lie? According to Wikipedia, it's still called dwarfism. 
Okay, good. I'm not offending anybody. I'm happy with that. As opposed um, to the other one. As opposed to midgetitis? Yes. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, so yeah, so they're, they're proportional though. Like they're just significantly shorter than what humans were. So these, these people existed or are you saying they still exist? No, no. Well, and again, because the, 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 the issue is, is that, um, they had been saying that these people had died out like 50,000 years before modern history were recorded, but they have found like, skeletal remains that are much much younger like within the period of time of actual written history like you know i mean still kind of still kind of you know gilgamesh in uruk at, 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 at you know that 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 period of time but it's just this idea that you know like human beings are really kind of have been restricted to very small areas of the planet for long period, you know, like a, lo a long period of their their evolutionary life, and you know, like except we like mermaids, think, dog. Except mermaids, for mermaids, is, mermaids is all over the the, the, the city, the, the city of Atlanta, the sunken city of Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> but what about the idea that there's? And I guess Carmen, you know, you talk about aliens, but what about the idea that there's another? There's another species of not us, but wow. person. Well, is actually, it, yeah, isn't, yeah. isn't Gilgamesh one of like um the characters from what is it? Um We Might Be Giants. Isn't that like one of the songs feature a character named Gilgamesh? Gilgamesh is uh is actually um is, is Gilgamesh Mesopotamian or is it? Yes, Mesopotamian. Yes. Yeah, Mesopotamians. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, so that was. That's, that's how <laughs> that I know was the a word. Song, that, that yeah, the, the name of that song, Carmine, was called Mesopotamia. <laughs> so he's just naming off the uh, the ancient um, mythological um, heroes from yes. Mesopotamia. That's how I know the word Gilgamesh. So, Gunnar, it's, it's, are you are you? implying with crypto terrestrials that they I guess uh, not to come off harsh or crash but okay let's and let's say the crypto terrestrials exist so what you know what i mean like with extraterrestrials it's like these these people don't live in our society so they can be vastly <laughs> different crypto terrestrials just means that you are just genetically whoop, different yeah, yeah. Like, i don't whoop, i don't know what, another breed of kangaroo that's kind of like I like. It, why is it a thing? I guess is is a question. <laughs> well, because this this gets it. This gets into this. Where where the where the where the topic of conversation comes up is that we you know, again all, all speculative biology so take it take it with a massive grain of salt but there's this idea that like you know so so neanderthal was probably just as intelligent as homo erectus you know like homo you know like no i think homo erectus was the one before it is you'll forgive me if i don't remember my 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 
exact chart of human evolution, but you know, like we 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 were hanging, you know, like what we are was hanging around the same time as Neanderthal, right? Mm-hmm. But we killed and them. in the end, well, we ate. The, you know, if if, if 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 some some speculative things is that we actually ate them, but Neanderthal had different areas of intelligence. You know, I speculated they had different areas of intelligence just because of the way that their their brain was structured. You know, like we can kind of infer from their skulls. Mm-hmm. But this, you know, like par- part of part of the human situation is, you know, you talk about existential dread. Part of the human situation is that we've always kind of lived, we've always kind of been on the edge of disaster the entire time we've been around. But yeah. we're really obsessed about our own history, and we don't really think about the other guys. But the other guys were really just as capable of dealing with these problems, but they also, we also didn't, like, we also didn't involve ourselves with each other. Unless we had to, or we had to steal, you know, like, we had to take something from somebody. But just this, you know, and I guess where this is going is this idea, you know, like, you, we, we've talked about the alien thing before, but what about this idea that there's another technological civilization on this planet that just doesn't... Yeah, but where are they? So you are talking about the Hollow Earth theory. You have huge, sw- you have huge swaths of the planet that not are not. Where are they? Uh, Venezuela, China. That are not. Uh, why are Russia? they in Venezuela? Why are they in Venezuela? Uh, Venezuela would be discovered in China. China's got the most amount of people out of any yeah, country. All but, jammed but China, in like the coast. But yeah, China, China, China is yeah, but, very, very much unsettled relative to. That being said, Gunnar, we have satellites that are so advanced, we can, we can, we can view we these. Well, yeah, but but you know, because, but you know what? It's because they're hiding in the hollow earth. Yes, that's why we can't see them with the satellites. You saw, you, you saw, you saw Godzilla. You know how this goes. I saw, I saw Black Panther too. Wakanda Forever. We didn't know Wakanda Forever. We had no idea. So to that theory, uh, let's ask Carmine. Carmine, do you think that it is more likely that uh, your standard, like you know, UFO or aliens exist, or that here on Earth we have civilizations hiding uh, amongst us that are significantly more advanced, essentially aliens here on Earth? I think it's more of a chance that they're somewhere else, out in this deep dark realm of nothingness i think like the chances of them being hiding along with us are like rare but not extremely rare like there's a possibility but i think there's a higher chance that they're out in the middle of space burn gunner well, so 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 here, but here here goes here goes the flip side of this, which is that uh, your theory this, this, your theory is sounding pretty hollow. Yeah. <laughs> well, so and we're we're you know and again like you, we we kind of have to do the thought experiment and stuff like that, but we have to suspend reality a little bit. Well, no, not necessarily. No, you no, you just got to tell me where they live. You just got to tell me where they live. Well, I'm not like, buying China. I'm not buying China. What about Venezuela, though? You got you got to tell me that they live in like like some strange cave system 
that is so remote and so like hard to get to that they're able to just live there. But then you have to also convince me that they have they're they're that they're they're smart, like potentially smarter than us, but they've never crawled out of their cave and been spotted. Which really what you're describing is hollow earth theory. Yep. <laughs> because because it, there has to be an entire not... full blown like place to live. But then what? Are they blind? Is it like is it like the TV show C, which is a great show by the way. But is it like the TV show C where they're just blind so they don't care? They like those those lobsters that are at the bottom of the ocean where they don't need eyes because it's so dark. Yeah, there's some freaky things down there. Talk about alien, Jesus! Yeah, like, the, like down like the Mariana Trench and stuff. Yikes! The abyss. Yeah, they're all like white. They're like white creatures. They like shine a light on them. They don't even know what the light is because they've never seen light before. That gets into this whole, you know, that, that idea of like life just because the volcanic vents are probably closer to what life originally evolved from, mm-hmm. and just that that like, how the hell did you? Pardon my French, but how the heck did you get from that to all of this? Because one, I guess the primary the primary thing is that the reason that there's even life on land. Is because the ocean was so filled with monsters that, that it was just like, you know what? I'll take we my chance. We gotta I'll get t- out of here. <laughs> yep. But, uh, so, yes. In Venezuela, there's what they call the Tepuy. Which are these, like, almost almost impossible to climb mountain plateaus. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, those, are pretty, those are pretty rad. Those are pretty cool. And... You know, I mean, other than the fact that everyone's like kind of consistently tweaking out on Urban Mate the entire time, uh, they do see stuff come off of them on kind of a regular basis. Imagine a goat just walking up that fucking wall. Yeah, you know, it's like okay. Well, yeah. At that point, at that point, does it like actually? Do you just like you know what? I'm noping the heck out of here. Like centuries of humans die trying to climb that wall, and a goat just walks. You just watch a goat. Yep, yep. It's just like it's doing. Does it on accident? Like he just felt nervous and accidentally walked up it. He's Spider Man. That stuff. Speaking of Spider Man, where are we at on time? We're an hour and a half. We're. uh, Yeah. I think we've killed it and grilled it. And then chilled to prevent any bacteria. Everybody that's listening has slowly fallen asleep. There are dedicated fans. We're going to ASMR this thing right now. Well, guys, it's time for me to ritualistically kill the show as I normally do. I'd like to thank everybody for, you know, continuing to listen, all nine of you. Please, uh, please, please remember to support your local NPR station. uh, Connor, Connor, you sound like the voice in the airport. Why are you start like, announcing flight changes, robotic? Please? Hey guys, let's not be too harsh on Gunner. Uh, he's really trying. <laughs> he's attempting to do ASMR, and I give him credit for that. But uh, that being said, thank you everyone for listening again. Uh, give us a like, listen, share, share with your friends, share with your enemies. But uh, either way, make, share. Make make your friends enemies and your enemies friends. That's correct. Uh, and with that, uh, Gunner, take this on out of here. 
uh, preferably not in the voice of an airport attendant. Oh, I was going to say, uh, ride the right snake, uh, ride the snake, uh, ride the snake, uh, ride the snake.